Hello and welcome to Sportline once again. In today's show, uh, it's hurling all the way. My guests will be Owen and Bernie Gunning, Owen of the Clare Minor Team who made the hurling, Munster Hurling uh, Minor Team of the Year. And also later on, joined by our usual analyst, Danny Chaplin. We are sponsored today, as usual, by Derek Credit Union. And this is Pat McNamara sending in for, uh, for uh, Leo Doyle. And now we're joined in studio by a star of the Clare Minor Hurling team this year who had, of course, a, a really good campaign and obviously uh, were so, so close in that Munster final. And we saw how that ended up afterwards and who won the Ireland. So um, one of the stars of the, of the, of the team was uh, Bradford's Owen Gunning. I would like that Owen and his mum, Bernie, have joined us in the studio. Welcome to both of you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Pat. Owen, first of all, um, what a season you had at minor level. Um, maybe early in the season, I know you'd have started your training early and uh, you begin to know each other. What were your thoughts early on when you saw what the squad was like and the management? Could you see yourselves going a long way or was it just maybe just going to be like another year? In, in, what, what did you think of the whole thing early on? Yeah, well, I would have joined the panel, I'd say, back in November and I, was, I wouldn't have had much of a notion of where we're at in terms of other counties. But once you start playing challenge matches and getting wins there, you kind of build up confidence. And I think I knew by the time championship came that we were in with a good chance. Yeah, and so approved, and uh, you played plenty of challenge matches. We'll say that you travel a good bit for challenge matches, and uh, uh, you know, was a lot of lads tried out as well at that stage. Yeah, there would have been. Yeah, we would have. We would have had to go down to Kenny. We we played Leash and Moneygall. They're the kind of the travels we made. Yeah, and there probably would have been about sixty lads on it when I joined, and then it was only whittled down then in the new year to thirty six, thirty seven, maybe. Yeah, that's what happens, isn't it? And it's tough on the lads who don't, who don't make it, but yeah. certainly you, you deserve to make it anyway based on your performances after that. And uh, tell me about the training then. I mean, it is a step up at that level, is a big step up from what you made previously in, in the academies, isn't it? Yeah, I was, it was noticeably different. Even the gym sessions and the running we used to do. I remember the running behind the goals in Carillon was was torture almost. But yeah, it was just tough, but it got us ready for the the championship or the tough train. Absolutely. And, I mean, I suppose training then, you mentioned a lot of the gym work. W- would you at that age be given a programme of fairly intense gym work or is that kind of you sparingly early on at your age? It's something I'm not sure of myself. We'll say when you're 16-ish of that age group. Um, are you given a, a kind of an intense gym programme or is it maybe something you build up slowly? Well, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that intense, but it would be kind of monitored... For your age, like it wouldn't, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be killed after. But it's definitely something that would improve my performance, anyways, in terms of strength and speed and all that. Which is exactly what you need. I mean, nowadays, you, as you said, you know, you know yourself when you go out in the championship and you meet lads who are hardened up from all the other counties. You have to have your own work yeah. done. So anyway, he had a, a great campaign, and uh, as the year went on, you were a cornerback nearly all the time, were you? Yeah, uh, all left, the time, yeah. Re- left or right cornerback? I, should, I, should I remember, was right, right cornerback. That's yeah. why you moved here and over the ball from cornerback position. Uh, was that a position that you kind of felt that you were happy in, or had you played in other places for your club before that, or for, or for academy teams? Yeah, well, f- funny enough, my club, I was always a forward going up. I never played in the back, so it was hard to get used to at the start, but all the matches kind of got me used to it, and the advice I was getting from the coaches was... Just good to set me into it. Absolutely. And uh, I suppose if, before I go any further, now that you're an experienced cornerback at county level and a lot more to come, please God, uh, what do you think are the qualities most important in a cornerback in the modern game of hurling? 
Well, I think you have to be able to read the game, like be out in front first for your man. Yeah, I have to have the basic skills as well, like your touch, your, your catch and all that, and just be tigerish and all that as well. Yeah, and, and, and to just go on from that, I mean, <laughs> going back into the Mr. Time, I played a good big cornerback position at a club level, and um, in those days your job was to stop the forward. Yeah. But nowadays, of course, you have to be available for short outs, you have to be able to carry balls, so you really have to be a ball player in that position. So physical toughness is still required, but as you say... Your ball play has to be as good as any of the forwards or any other player. Yeah, you do. You, you, like those short ball counts, you're kind of you're tasked with starting the attack really from from that full back line. So you just have to get the ball, work it out, and just try get a score or anything like. Build from the back and be yeah. up and score yourself. So we all remember, of course, well that the, the Munster final and, and the penalties, etc., etc., and that heartbreak of losing so you know not losing the game at all as such but in, yeah. in that in that decision that had been made about penalties but just tell us about the campaign up to that just remind us of the game as you played and and how the results went for, for, for you in that campaign yeah well the first game out was against Tipperary and Thurless and that was it was a great game for us like to learn just learn from our mistakes and things and it was good that it was almost a group stage so like that first loss didn't mean they were gone yeah. and then the next day out was against Waterford and that's where we we sort of put all of our skills together and we got a good win there in front of a home crowd in Cusie Park. That led us then to the quarter-final against Kerry where we, we won't convincingly enough but they did put up some bit of a challenge too. Yeah. And then one of the toughest games was that going down to Cork then, Parky Wren. Against Cork maybe we, we would have been seen as outsiders especially after the year before and they gave us a great game. Like I think it was two points we won by and this was the feeling after that was brilliant, like being in the Munster final. I watched that game and it was a super, super performance. Uh, yeah. you, a huge cock following there as well. So, yeah. uh, as you say, that probably was, was one of the big moments of your year to go down to, to beat the Rebels in the road patch yeah. and park your in. Uh, an outstanding display. And, yeah. well, you know, I know you felt you don't bring those displays out without a bit of confidence. But did you really believe in yourself that you were going to beat Cork that day? Or did you go down maybe with a bit of trepidation? Well, I suppose any day you play Cork, I suppose it's always going to be a tough game. But we had a bit of, I suppose, quiet confidence that within the group that we knew what we were capable of and a big performance, we knew we'd we'd be able to beat them. And a big performance you gave. Then on to the Munster final, and of course it's it's a historic Munster final in the sense that it was decided by penalties. A fantastic display against what proved to be a top Tipperary side. Um, what are your memories of the final itself? Well, most of my memories of the final would be positive because it was a good game for us like the only negative thing was probably the result that we didn't win but we had a great performance all the way through to, like we fought till the end and look the penalties didn't go away but on another day we could have won it and I suppose Owen you know for clear minor teams in the past very often you got one game and if you face Cork or Tip Limerick, even Limerick or Waterford Cork or Tip particularly Clare were probably gone the first yeah. day and that was it for the year nearly going back now a long time ago now that you're here mixing with the Corks, the Tips, the Waterfords of this of this of this world, you know that must surely build up great confidence and self belief in the squad, knowing that you're as good as what's in Munster. You know that must really drive you on to to give your best performance on the pitch without without fear. Oh yeah, it does for sure. Like there's always going to be the big teams, was like Cork and that, but just competing with them is always great, and the confidence from beating them, even even Cork confidence from beating them, draw us on for the Munster final and. Yeah, look, any day you go out, you'd have to just have confidence and you could end up, end up anywhere then. Yeah. But your season didn't, didn't end there and uh, after that you headed to Galway, you could to Rye and that was, I yeah. suppose, 
I suppose there had to be a come down from the high of the performance in the Munster final and maybe the disappointment. He just didn't get going that day. Yeah, we didn't. Um, maybe it was just kind of, we had played every week, I think, six yeah. weeks in a row. Yeah. And Galway were coming in fresh and I think that nearly suited them. And it wasn't a great performance from us, but look, Galway were brilliant that day and they, they deserved it. I think that was the key because, I mean, professional players can play every single week, week on, week off, and... and you get, you know the soccer players in in, in England nearly. Yeah. Sorry for them as if they have two games in a week or something like that with cup or yeah. whatever European. You were here as young lads, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, uh, playing week after week after week in high pressure games. So as the boys, it was it was it was natural enough that that would happen against Galway. And uh, afterwards, how did you kind of build yourselves up? You know, what did the lads say to you afterwards to build build you up for for the next for for your future. Uh, performance or progress yeah well we took a few days after off after that game just to kind of idea. yeah just to reset and reset our bodies and all that and then we went back training and we we just spoke saying that we're we're gonna kind of get that the mood back good in the camp and all that and we trained we trained well the week leading up to the leash game then and it brought out a fairly good performance then against leash exactly and uh, what you know the leash game itself Probably because Leash were a good team. First of all, they're proving yeah. that in the Leinster Championship. And just to go on, while this was going on, the Leinster round robin was going on as well. And I think there was two teams emerging that maybe unexpectedly. Yeah. Well, I won't say unexpectedly, but you know the traditional Kilkennys and the Wexfords and maybe Dublin's. Um, were down, or, 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 or I'm not sure Galway. Galway of course were going all right, but yeah. you Leash and Wexford drew a massive, or Leash and Offaly drew a yeah. massive crowd. To yeah, they did. Match, didn't they? Yeah, and I mean there was a huge following for them. So were you watching that with interest? I well, I would have watched the I would have watched the final anyways. Just I yeah. was just out of interest. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't really pay much attention, kind of just focusing on Munster Focus on your, on and getting own. out of that ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So look, the, the combined performance. How many games? There's eight games you played in total. Does yeah, must have been eight. Yeah, it was eight. About games. eight That's a huge amount of games in comparison to the old days, as yeah. I said, when you got when the teams got one, or yeah. maybe the, I think there was a, a back door coming in there for a while later years, but going back. To the bad old, I won't say the bad old days of Clare hurling, but when Clare were struggling to get out of Munster at any yeah. grade, um, you know, you got one game and then you got maybe two games there up to 10 or 15 years ago. So, in your opinion, the round robin is obviously the way to go. Uh, yeah, I, I do think so because, like I said, that, that first game against Tip it would have been almost, it would have been heartbreaking to go out that way like, at first round out, but it was good that we had the second, second day to kind of prove ourselves again. Exactly. And uh, I suppose Tip and Offaly then played the all Ireland final as, as we jump onto that stage. And uh, a fantastic match it was down in Nolan Park with a massive crowd. For, mm. Obviously, Offaly are trying to come back from to, to get some glory days going again. And this is their, this is their big hope, for the, team, the team that brings them hope of getting back there. And um, Tip, the Munster champions. And uh, a marvellous game. And uh, what were your feelings watching on when Tip stole it at the death? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't believe it really. I, I thought Offaly had it had it won, and maybe the Offaly players thought that themselves. And mm. it, it looked like a kind of a rehearsed kind of goal at the end, but it was just showed Tip's character. I suppose at the end to keep going. Yeah, a great free take. The, 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 I can't remember who took the free in from about forty-five yards, and he just lobbed it in perfectly yeah, to the right the area. Then. Got the flick was got, and yeah. uh, and McCormick, if I'm not mistaken, then yeah, McCormick's brother. I can't think of his first name. No, got yeah. the flick. Yeah. Yeah, heartbreak for Offaly, but look at we're not here to discuss Offaly, we're here to discuss yourself and Claire and um a marvellous year overall. So yep. you must already be looking forward to next year, even though I suppose you also need a break, uh, there's the matter of school and, yeah. and, and exam. Well you've t- 
transition year coming up this year, so I have, yeah. at least that will give you a few more allows you. Uh, I can say this now that she's listening to us. Yeah. She, that might allow you plenty of time to keep hurling and practicing. Oh yeah, well yeah. It's not the busiest year in the school in your school career as it happens. Yeah, I'll have plenty of time to so maybe take a bit of downtime and all that. But I have to focus on Clare 16s now. We've matches coming up as well, so I'll put my focus into that and. We'll see where we go. And when are the Clare 16s in action, Owen? Well, we're just kind of training weekly and we've the odd match then as well. OK, there's, there's no competition coming up? No, for, no. For, for a you just get, you're just part of it. And, yeah. and just, uh, so you must be obviously a leader on that squad. Lads, the younger lads will be looking up to you with your performances at, at minor, at the under 17 level. Yeah, I suppose I would, yeah. Yeah, fairly late, yeah. No, I'm going to talk to Bernie for a minute, your mother, and give you a little break there, Owen. Thanks for all that. Bernie, um, you must be, first of all, so proud of him. But secondly, uh, I'm going to go back to Owen about his club as well. Uh, the club is everything. The club means everything. That's where it all starts for these young lads. The club and the parents and all the preparation, all the driving you have to do and the sacrifices you make so these lads can make, give these performances. Just talk to me what it's like to be the mother of uh, your son playing in a minor team or an under-17 team that's absolutely flying it week after week after week. What's that like for you? Um, first of all, thanks, Pat, for having us on. Um well, I don't really see it as a chore or the driving. I just see it as part of my role as parents, both Brendan and I, um, just to facilitate the boys' interests, really. Um, just, I'd also like to, I'd also think, I also think it's important um, on occasions like this uh, to acknowledge the invaluable and important work done by all in Broadford GA Club. Um, I'd like to especially thank each um, volunteer who has facilitated the homing of own skills since under six up to now. Um, you know, the supportive word, the hand on the shoulder um, and the countless hours of volunteering have not gone unnoticed at all. Um, you know, he wouldn't have had this success without the contribution of everyone in Bawford GA. So it's very important to acknowledge this. Um, and Owen himself, um, you know, of course, Brendan and I, as his parents, are very proud of him as we are of, of the three boys. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, um, it, it, it was great um, entertainment for us as parents going to the matches. And, uh, you know, we had, we had, we had great, great um, days out and it was great to see him playing on the big fields like um, Simple Stadium in Thurles and uh, down in Cork. And it's just, just very, very um, in, part of the enjoyment, really, yeah. for us. Absolutely, very well said, and it's, it's so good that you refer to the club there as as the foundation of absolutely everything for for players. And as I said, you have acknowledged that very very fairly and very generously. And uh, I suppose sometimes we, we we seem to forget what the the coach to come out at six and seven and eight and nine and ten shown on the basic skills how much they contribute to to players' development. But Bernie uh, Broadford Club, fantastic uh, club with great people involved. Um, focuses on that now currently, I suppose. Um, but, you know, clubs like Bradford, and there's lots of them around, the rural clubs of Clare, you know, keeping hurling thriving, there are so many great people involved. We have to recognise that. We, we have indeed, um, Pat. Um, you know, uh, John O'Brien is the chairman of the Bradford GA Club, and um, with John and all the other committees involved, like, without them, you know, we wouldn't have a club and all the people that are volunteering their, their hours of for training and managing clubs and that, like, without those people, we wouldn't have success. So I think it's very, very important to acknowledge your club because your club, at the end of the day, I would always see it as uh, number one. It's most important. Right. One other aspect of it as was with, with Owen involved and you and, and, and just getting him to all the training and all the all the all the other matches and challenges and everything else. 
you would form a bond with all the other parents as well. And that's that's what I find is a nice part of it. Yes, that's it? A, that's a, that was a very um, interesting part really because it was nice to get to know all the other um, the other parents along along the route, um, and it was lovely getting to know those parents of each of the individual players. Yeah, so um, a fantastic year overall. Owen, uh, there's thanks for that, Bernie. Um, there's more to life than hurling, I know, but first of all, I want, I want you know, you, you, you also would appreciate all that's done in the club. Can you remember what age you started and who started you off uh, hurling, first of all, in Bradford? Yeah, well, I'd, it would have been under sixes anyways. I, I can't tell you the exact person who would have been training me, but I'm, it's, it's important, like my mum said, to acknowledge all them trainers I've had since I was six, all the way up till, till now, even at minor. So, yeah, it's great to have, to have that support. Yeah, as I said, it's great that you both acknowledge the importance of the club. And was it Broadford Primary School you attended? Yeah, so Kilban first, then Broadford. Oh, Kilban and Broadford. So, yeah. um, well, so you would have a certain interest in, bra- in hurling in the in the staff at Broadford currently and principal there as well. Yeah. You might know a little bit about it. So, uh, also, the school is, is so important in your development. So, um, you're also at school in Scarif, and uh, uh, how's the hurling going there? What are the prospects for the next, for the next school year, do you think? Um, yeah, well, I'd be on the under 16 and a half team this year. We'll come this year coming up, so we'd be hoping to do well. There'll be a monster competition. I'd say we'll nearly be in the sea. So, look, we'd be hoping to go far and we'll see how we go later on in the year. Yeah, well, sure, they'll be looking to you as one of the leaders, anyway. <laughs> always, always, you know, school has been competitive for many years. I know from when I was sea there a few years ago with Mark Rogers involved and a few other lads. Yeah. Uh, the late God rest Michael Hines was involved in that team as well. So, look, uh, there's, a bit, there's a bit of tradition there in the school, so the very best yeah. to look at that. Uh, so, the transition year coming up, so. Um, as did your mother and I won't be touring about your studies for this year, so she'll have you yeah. in the gym and she'll have you, she'll have you on the road <laughs> eight days a week yeah. between uh, getting ready and all. But uh, are you looking forward to the transition year? Uh, yeah, I am sure. It'll be a bit of a break from the study, and as you say, and there'll be the trips and things involved as well. And it'll be just a laid back year, I think, overall. Yeah, well, it is generally, and uh, I, know, I know people in my house who did it, and certainly laid back is the phrase I'd use as well. Yeah. Owen, um, I suppose you were watching the Clare Seniors having a great run as well this year, um, and I suppose. You know, we watched we watched a great All Ireland as well with Limerick yet again. Who are the players currently playing at uh, in the various counties that you maybe would say you'd like to emulate? You're already a star at your own age, Ruben. You have a fantastic yeah. attitude of quarterback and a fantastic skills and, and and drive and all of that. And you lift your team the way you come out of the ball. But um, who are the players you admire most currently from either Clare or other counties? Yeah, well, I'd say my favourite Clare players are probably Roy Hayes as a defender and. Tony Kelly and Shane Donald, I'd say, were probably my, my favourite attackers then. Yeah, three decent players, in fairness, yeah. yeah. And at uh, national level, then, are there other lads you'd...? Yeah, I'd, I'd look to maybe TJ Reid and the likes of Sean Finn, Declan Hannon, all them, all them kind of lads. Yeah, well. sure, look at this. there's a lot of good players around at the moment. Um, so, as I said, you're under 16 and a half, so yeah. you're at school as well, so that's to look forward to. So, if I was to ask you now, Owen... Um, what would, be, what would be your ambitions as a hurler as life goes on? I know people are talking about they want to win all Ireland and that, and please God, that will be exactly what you will do. Yeah. But what, how do you see yourself developing as a hurler? Would you like to stay as a defender? Uh, would you like? Do you think Clare have what it takes to to be up at the top table, playing all Ireland in Croke Park? Is that something you envisage? And do you think the players and the management are willing to do all that work? Yeah, well, I, I'd hope that. I'd go on and maybe continue playing for Clare and all that, but in, in terms of position, I don't really mind where I'm playing, because like, as long as I'm uh, and there thereabouts, I wouldn't mind. But I, I do think like, Clare, Clare's underage, is, it's going in the right direction, and I think 
it'll push on the senior team to hopefully be successful soon enough too. Well, look, I'm sure with, with players like you involved anyway and, and, and all the lads in the squad this year that gave such a great year to a, a player at, at that level as it, culmi- uh, you know, not culminating, but that, that, that monster final that was within your grasp and yeah. so close to it. And we saw what, what good tipper afterwards. You know, we know you're at the top level already and uh, yeah. with players like you, I'm sure it'll continue. So uh, with that, I'll thank you very, very much for coming. Bernie, first of all, before we go, you must be very proud of him as, 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 as an individual, first of all. I know you're proud of the team and meeting all the other people, but, uh, you know, you must be very proud and must be worked, all the hard work and all the driving must be worth it. Um, indeed, indeed, Pat. Um, all the driving is well worth it. Um, it's, as I said, it's great to see Owen. Um, you know, lining out uh, in the Clare jersey and playing on those, um, those, like in Simple Stadium and all those parks that um, you know you've always gone over the years to see Clare Clare playing the Clare seniors. So no, we've had great enjoyment. Um, he's brought us great enjoyment. All the family and um, and of course, sorry, Barry, but I should of course mention one of the reasons we're talking to Owen tonight is that he made the Munster team of the year, and I should have said at the outset, which is fantastic honour. First of all, how did you feel when, when that was announced, Owen? A fantastic honour and, and a great a great uh, mark of how how fantastic you played in Carabaek this year. Yeah, it was it was a nice personal thing, but you have to look at like the work that everyone's done. Like on behalf of all the team, you'd be accepting the award. And I know James has won one as well, James Hagerty. Right, yeah, yeah. That's right. So the two of us will be representing our families, our clubs, and all the other players that train just as high as we did in the management and all that too. Fair play to you, great attitude, but I tell you, it was no surprise to me and more of us watching on, having seen you, this, 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 uh, Real, uh, this real whiz kid coming out of cornerback time after time after time again and sticky in and able to mark as well but also a ball player and uh, full of driving energy I'm not surprised at all and look it's a fantastic honour for you personally look um, with Broadford and with the school Scarborough Secondary School Community College and with Clare we wish you every success in the future on the yeah. you could join us tonight and your role at Burnley so thanks for joining us on Sportline and the very best of luck in your future career Thank you Pat Thanks Pat You're listening to Sportsline on Scarif Bay Community Radio, 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, around the world on ScarifBayRadio.com and on the TuneIn Radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derg Credit Union. And my thanks to Bernie and Owen Gunning once again for joining us here on Sportsline. And now we turn to the senior and intermediate and the junior championships uh, at the weekend. Very, very busy, busy weekend coming up in the hurling championship and uh, an awful lot of games and we'll be covering as many as we possibly can here on, on, on Scarif Bay Community Radio. And we're delighted to be joined once again by one of our stalwart uh, analysts, uh, Six Mile Bridge stalwart and a star of the past, but now more, more involved with no market, uh, Danny Chaplin. Danny, you're welcome back once again. <laughs> Thanks very much, Pat. It was a great introduction. <laughs> Absolutely. Or even Broadford. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Then he loves then he loves the market as as we will find out later on. Uh, speaking of the market, that group one, Denny, um, you I know you you we're kind yeah. of, we have it was two kind of rounds gone and uh, things are beginning to take a little bit of shape. I think a bit like the golf, probably this weekend is moving week maybe uh, on a Saturday the golf on a Saturday in a tournament. But um, so far, Six Mile Bridge very impressive. Uh, Fiegel, mixed bag, Clonlara similar enough I suppose. Mm. Um, Whitegate struggled the first day. Uh, and Newmarket, you're 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 you team that you're very very fond of as neighbours there as well. Uh, not bad the last day. So, what's your assessment yeah. of it so far? Before we talk about these weekend games, well, I suppose so far the bridge have really taken this group uh, by the by the scruff of the neck, and you'd have to say that they're they're probably at this stage clear 
uh, of the of the other four. Um, even though come this coming weekend now they have the buy. So with the uh, market, the first day against Six Mile Bridge, I thought for thirty minutes they they were you know they were competitive and they kept they kept with with the bridge but the bridge did pull away a bit in the second half and the uh, the market seemed to, to falter a bit which on the last day against Whitegate it was probably the reversal where they they might have struggled a bit in the first half and the the second yellow card for Whitegate mm-hmm. had a big burn on the game because the market really took control in the second half and and finished out the game you know. Uh, I would think that the bridge game and the first the first week was a big help to the market. The last day against Whitegate being you know it was Whitegate's first outing, yeah. and it was it was the bridges. Oh, sorry, it was the market's second game. They had that warm up game the week <coughs> before. Um, likewise, Fecal, you know they they had a good, a very good win the first week against Clanara. And it just the last day they were just totally at sea. They were just overwhelmed completely by the bridge. They seemed to get it all wrong on the day. They tactically left. You know, you, 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 everybody knows now at this stage the bridge of a system, mm-hmm. and you have to try and beat the system if you want to beat the bridge. And and just never, that, that never look like it. Not interrupting you, but is the bridge system a kind of a continuity of, of how it was? You know, the last regime, have have they continued more or less what has been successful for them in the way well, they set up? I think the players themselves are so so built into the came and more, yeah. it's into the pocket, we'll call it now, and it's it's just, it's ingrained into them, it doesn't matter who the management is, it's the players themselves, when the it comes down yeah. to the match, they, this is the format they fall into. Uh, they are definitely more direct, probably this year, there's more ball going into the inside forward line, definitely. And the last day you saw is um, Lock and Fitzpatrick, big, strong young fella. He's first year in the senior. Yeah. And, you know, he's got one five from play. It's a great return in your first year out in the senior. And it, it was the direct ball in, and it, it caused untold problems for Fiekel, you know. Yeah, because I remember Fiekel against Clonara, even though they, 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 they did very well in that game, the first day out. It was noticeable that Clonara seemed to be able to run through Fiegel, you know, without too much difficulty on a number of occasions, but almost led to, to scores and sometimes didn't, sometimes didn't. But uh, sometimes didn't, I just thought yeah. Fiegel might have tightened up on that. But obviously, I suppose Fiegel, with a couple of injuries to key players, uh, do tend to struggle yeah, if they haven't and, the full squad. Which uh, Con Smith was missing against mm. the against a big strong man. He's a big strong man, big, big strong man, man. to have an able to hold yeah, and, well, yeah. and he's your centre back, I suppose. And, you know, there was gaps there and, and, and no better team than the bridge to exploit them. But go back to your point about Clanlara the first day, they didn't exploit them gaps, they no, created yeah. them. But they didn't you know, they missed <coughs> the chances and I have to say maybe Clanlara if if I don't I don't know, there was obviously some disciplinary issues. Ian Galvin was left off, Dylan McMahon was left off and we believe that Willie Clancy was at the wrong time for <laughs> for a lot of them. That, uh, there was a few tin whistles played on nights they should have been training and <laughs> you know, but yeah, um I, I just think that Clanlara will probably turn it around and, and it, it at this stage even it, it could be the not this weekend's games, the Clanlara yeah. versus the market game the next weekend. The could weekend, be yeah, yeah that right. could be a huge game for the second mm-hmm. second place. Now Fecal Okay, they have the win, but their score difference took an awful hammer in the last <coughs> weekend, you know. Um, and, and we'd say this weekend you have Fecal in the market. It's going to be it's a huge game. Um, 
I think a huge plus for Fecal is it's not on in the park. You were, saying, you were saying that off air there, Danny, yeah. that uh, Fecal don't tend to perform as well in Fusic Park maybe as in some of the other venues. And uh, I suppose the records will show that as well. Uh, I'm not sure where the game is on, actually. I think is it's it on in Tulla. It may well be in Tulla, yeah. It may well be in Tulla, yeah. I'm open for correction. that. second though. run in Tulla, so, yeah. yeah. But uh, with uh, Fecal, while they're a big, strong, physical team, pace is an issue, and we all know Fusic Park... There, there is no place no, to hide up there. They want to pace these players. Stevie yeah. Conway, the forward, yeah, the forward is out as well, so he's going to head to be the pace to them, yeah. He's okay. struggling, yeah. But um, it's in Sixth Bell Bridge, we've learned that the oh, it's that game, six, yeah, Sorry, which, it's which a, people okay. don't mind having won their previous game as well. Yeah. Again, mm. Sixth Bell Bridge is a biggish field, but it doesn't play as fast as Cusick Park. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, I understand what you're it's saying. It's a slower-paced yeah. pitch. Fiegel Corporal well the other last Yeah, they did, Clannara. and they had a good win against Clannara. That'll be very, very good. So looking forward to the game. So, Newmarket versus Fiegel, uh, just to into a little more detail, I suppose, uh, <laughs> your old friends Newmarket, I mean, they have shown the curate eggs so far, the good and the, the good and the not so the good. good. Not so when, good they're, yeah. when they're on song, they're, they're decent. They are decent. You know, you have um, Colin... Ryan Gilfoyle, is still a threat, yeah. and, but you have Ryan, Colin yeah. Gilfile at the back now, back, yeah. and um, Owen Gilfile, his brother, is actually popping up with a few scores. Owen Hayes came on the last day mm-hmm. against Fiekel and caused a lot of, yeah. or sorry, against, um, against Whitegate, and he, he, he caused a lot of trouble when he came on. Very pacey player. Um, to be interesting to see, does he start now? But I still believe that if Fiekel, Okay, Stephen Conway is a big, big loss now. But if they have Con Smith back or if they get a few of them back, being on in Six Mile Bridge and and Fiekel will want to make up for the performance yeah, the last yeah. day. And then, you know, they, they, it, this is a real six-pointer, really. You know, it's um, it, it's a winner-take-all game in this. because It'll be one of the games of their own. It will, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the loser is, is more or less out of the, the championship problem. because mm-hmm. they have two games last at this stage, you know. Which uh, the other game in the group, it's Whitegate and Clannara, but it's only their second game. Even though they have no points, they both have gone through their bye week. One of them will probably have two points. Or one of them will have two game. points yeah. after this game. Draw. Yeah. Okay. Whitegate, as was the perennial, what we call maybe strugglers in a sense, and they have surprised so many people so many times in the last six or seven years, five or six years anyway, by producing a big, a big day and had some really, really good uh, performances last year. Uh, a, a very proud club and uh, as I said just came up against a, a, a stronger market the last day and the sending off didn't help Clonera are the Clonera we've seen for the last six or seven years we don't know they're don't capable know of coming, brilliant yeah. hurling but yeah, also you're under about the discipline as you said so yeah, and, and this you could don't possibly be an opportunity for Whitegate maybe yeah definitely um, I see it as a big opportunity because Clonera you know there is there always seems to be an if or an end about them you know, all about, all about. Yeah, yeah, you're they're right. Capable yeah. of being yeah. brilliant, but they can be. Sure, they have really performed. Yeah. No, they got to the Clare Cup final three weeks before the final this year. They played Kilmele up in Kilmele, and I know they they beat them by 18, 19 points. Three weeks later, Kilmele was a total Probably reversal. Around. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Kilmele were comfortable winners in the cup final, but it seemed like Clannara stood off them, and just back to the Clannara, just the the not so good Clannara, you know. And and it's a big thing is which one will turn up on Saturday. I know the Donald Madden and Jarrod Connell will be, you know, they'll be getting them g'd <coughs> up and everything. But likewise, Terence Fahey will look at this game. This is probably big chance. This is the game that could keep them out of relegation. Yeah. You know? So you're you're going to tip, slight uh, hesitant tip to Fiekel and maybe 
Hiker. Hazard and tip the fake limb hiker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. We'll go on to Group Two, uh, another competitive group. Uh, Bellier, the Mills, Clarecastle, Cratlow, and Bradford. Of course, your own your own club there. Yeah. Bellier, um, I suppose the kingpins here. Very very impressive. Very uh, impressive in both what's your, what's so your, far. What's your you know, opinion of the group so far? Yeah, both are Bellier have been, you know, they're impressive against the Mills. Uh, I thought Bradford, in fairness, for 40 minutes, 45 minutes even, you know, with 45 minutes into the game, there was three pints in it. We yeah. had a free to, to, to go two pints. We missed it and we didn't score thereafter. And a certain young fellow from Bellier. Decided to to go into third gear, you know, and yeah, on, yeah. he got five points out of the last nine from play from all over the place. Like, there, there was, there were phenomenal scores. Um, and did Bradford try to man mark to the game? They did. did um, they Dan, my own lad, Dan yes. was was on him. Look, he done okay. He done as good as anyone we have would do for forty five minutes, yeah. but just didn't have the legs for the last fifteen Stay minutes. On. And yeah, we. Probably made a small mistake, and and, and it, to be the only criticism I'd have of the sideline is, you know, your man Darren had 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 sto- stayed with him for forty five fifty. They should have had somebody else to come in for the last fifteen minutes. You that know, would be the key. Yeah, it would mm-hmm. be the key. Um, uh, but we, you know, Bradford done okay. But again, need to get Bradford need to get the scoring right up. You know, thirteen points is not going to win any championship game, and for the last two three years. 110, 111, 112. It's not going to win games, no, you know, no, and, and no. it's it's some it's, it's something we have to look at and hopefully hopefully now we can we can rectify it and because Cratler with Bradford and Cratler this weekend with uh Cratler had a had a good win the first day. Um but they had a bye the last mm. round. So they'll be coming into this now after a month a month of a break. Bradford will be more or less looking at this thereafter, giving a good enough account of themselves in Shannon. And, you know, if we can get going and get our game going, I think that this could be a very, very tight game. And the way I call it at the moment, if we can get a result here, we have a great chance of second place great in the group. Of- I mean, the winners of this game has a great chance of second game. Place in the group, yeah, but Clarecastle and the Mills, I suppose, uh, yeah. played a draw the last played day. And draw, it hasn't helped either of them. In a I, sense. I don't think so. No. You know, it, it, okay, the book got a pint, but is mm. a pint any good in a five five team group? I don't think it is. You know, and I suppose two of the teams have looked upon as being maybe favoured towards me the relegation end of things. Well, no, the Mills, it's, it's very hard to obviously are a team that are absolutely dying with hunger to get back to the top table, but they're basically very young and it's yeah, going to take a yeah. lot of time. They are, and, and, you know, a couple of games last year, they they looked very good for 40, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. but the inexperience came against them again. The last day out, um, they were against the Mills, which uh, they went, I think they went three pints up with a couple of minutes ago, but just couldn't hold oh, it out. Man. And, you know, inexperience again came against them and, it is a very big to to be a very big ask to see him getting anything out of the Bellier game the weekend. Now you know, I it's a very I, I, I don't see it. The fellow pressures don't want to take much pity on them no, anyway. And, and I mean, there's, there's that rivalry there as well. There is, of course, and, and you know, well. and I mean, Bellier have the upper hand currently. Bellier have the, and Bellier look at it. They win this one. They have three games won. They can ease up and get ready for a quarter final, basically. And it was Bellier, know? we can say, to have. Uh, 
a huge representation from around many parts of Clare, apart from their, their own local stars. And, uh, it's, look, it's one of the things that's often talked about, maybe Kilmealy as well, and Kildamona. Yeah, it, it is. Teams, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, but they have great strength in depth in terms of being able to call in players with football experience and fitness experience and, you know, from... Absolutely, you know, and just yeah. look at there's no point in we won Masket, they're one of the super clubs for a better world. You know, yeah. you as you said, the Uvina Kilnamona, Kilmaley and Bellier, they're, they're they're picking West Clare, they're getting lads from everywhere. I know the day we, we played them in Shannon we, we counted eight different Clubs representation and uh, yeah. no, no, I don't think at any stage there was eight of them on the team, but if you go down through the whole panel, there was eight, eight yeah. different. Like it's very hard for the smaller clubs like Bradford, Scarif, Whitegate, and East Clare to compete against this. Like, no, know. that's no fault to Bellier. They're, they're no, no, absolutely not. It's not it's absolutely, but it's not. it is a big issue for the for the East Clare clubs were surrounded by other hurling clubs. They can never extend their panel by picking a couple of leads outside or listening oh, to them. Absolutely. It's not going to happen. And, and it, would there be anything wrong with having a West Clare United, whatever you want That's to call it? Thinking, and, yeah. There must, you know, be, there must be 25 decent senior players down in the West Clare generally area between. There's even some from Holland for the bridge, if I'm not mistaken. So, anyway, you're tipping Bellier, Bradford, and Cratlow. You're giving Bradford the chance there. I'd give us a chance, but we, it's a crash are going to be favourites. There's no doubt about it. You know, Podge, yeah, Podge was very good the last. It's back to the Podge that we saw maybe in 2013, 2014. He got six points. Yeah. You know, he was excellent. Um, likewise, you you have a half hour line with Conor McGrath and Cahill McInerney in it. You have Diamond Ryan at centre back. He's very, you know, they, they have yeah, they, good they have they have good leaders. Big, yeah, we have big to play. Players, yeah. Bradford have to play the best they have played this year. To have a chance. No, we are capable of it. Okay, we have a few injuries. Cahill is definitely out. Um, Shane Taylor looks like he's out. He got concussed. He got knocked uh, bang in the head the last day. Right. I don't think he'll make it. So they're, they're, they're both major losses. They're major losses. He's a bit like yeah. Feeklin. Yeah. Yeah. We'll teams in the future here. Broadford can't afford. Mm. They just can't afford uh, to, to lose big players like that. We don't have the, the big panel, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, yeah. because. Um, I'd give us a chance, but I'd have to give the vote. Games, I'd yeah, have to give the vote to Cratlow if, if we're to call a yeah. winner. Cratlow and Bellier would be the two winners of this week. Yeah, that group, you know. Group three then has uh, obviously two, I suppose, two teams. Many tipped, tipped to be close to one at least. Aero and Kilmealy, who played an outstanding, mm-hmm. the well, two, uh, two a game of two halves the last day. Kilmealy absolutely brilliant for thirty-five minutes. Aero superb for the last twenty of their game, and uh, mm-hmm. Shane Shane O'Donnell on the single-handedly. Pulled them back to, to draw, make me draw it, but they, they didn't draw in the end. But uh, that that uh, they are the two leading teams, and Aroke of uh, the local team Scarif here this weekend. Kilmealy have Clooney Quinn, and uh, Clooney Quinn started with a win over Scarif, who disappointed on the day. So, um, how do you see this group shaping up? Well, I suppose it was the game of the round. The last Aroke Kilmealy was the it was the best game of Holland that was played in the whole weekend. You know, as you said. Kilmealy were outstanding for 35-40 minutes Aroke threw everything at him came back led by by Shane O'Donnell who's probably in the best form of his career at the moment yeah. you know he, outstanding year for Clare he was outstanding all in every game and, and he has bought that forward for, for Aroke but they were missing I think Aaron Fitzgerald and just, I think he's still a doubt this weekend yeah. you know they've had a few injuries Aroke have but you know the they probably have the strength to get over Scarif. Scarif were, I know from talking to some of the lads that were disappointed with their own performance the last day. Um, 
Yeah, they, they covered they, that game and yeah. Scarif would be disappointed that they simply I don't think they played the kind of hurling they're capable of. Yes. After last year after consolidating themselves the senior so well and having some great displays against maybe bigger bigger mm. bigger teams. Yeah. Uh it was expected maybe that Clooney Quinn would be I, I thought they'd maybe be good enough for Clooney Quinn, but uh again the county men Clooney Quinn have uh, particularly uh Ryan Taylor. Yes, outstanding, outstanding. Outstanding. I wish yeah. Ryan Taylor brought his far far oh, through as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another man who's had an outstanding year for mm. for Clare, you know. So Arog and Scarif, so you're saying that it should be Arog. It should be Arog. Now look at Scarif, there's always a game in him and you know, Mark mm. Rogers they have the players, like they have Mark Rod, mm. they have they have young Crotty, Patrick Ryan. Keelan Hartigan very Keelan Hartigan. One of the things about the last day's game was Keelan Hartigan, who I think is a fabulous young player, took three shots after winning good position and breaking through well, and just to three of them tail wide mm. by inches. If those three go over you have a confident Scarif team. You have a confident, you have, you young, have Hartigan, confident young Hartigan and as well. You know, you yeah. might have a different ball game. Yes. But it's, it's, it's and, 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 you know, the Robert the Green, like, they were excellent last year in, in Cusick Park, Scarif, you know. Absolutely. I, I know it's against Castle, but they, mm. they were outstanding. and played well against the bridge last they, year. They did play very, very well against the bridge, mm. you know. And there's no reason why they can't have a right go at this, but just think the overall strength, you know, have they got somebody to stop O'Donnell if he's in that form? I just... You know, there's no man marking him because he he's as brave as a as, as a lion. He'll get Pretty up. He's, he's he's outstanding in the air. You know, and he he's he, he's a super player. And no question about it. Yeah, yeah. but Scarif will get will get the we'll chance. Give it, I'm we'll, sure. Yeah, they'll give it everything. Kilmaley and Clooney Quinn. Is this more clear cut? You think? Uh, Clooney Quinn or Kilmaley's bogeyed him. If we go back through the last five six years, if we go back, I remember. Uh, Kilmaley were county champions and they went down and played them in Clare Abbey actually the match was on and Clooney Quinn knocked them out of the championship one of Peter Duggan's earlier games back, right. I'm going back five, six years now it's yeah. uh, maybe longer but they don't they don't really perform against Clooney Quinn now I know from talking to some of the mentors that they'll be they'll be hoping to nail this one and mm. you know if they get two wins if they have two wins under the belt again they'll, they'll be looking at it that they're through to the quarter final before they even play Scarif in the last round you know this, this being a, a group of four there's only three games you get two wins you're through so I think Kilmaley if they can reproduce the form of the first half I don't think Clooney Quinn have the strength and depth to hold them you know so well, they have some fine young players actually coming through they have they have the they're, they're a bit they're a bit on the might like Clark another, Castle maybe another in another year or two, year or two. Mm. but I suppose having that win now they'll look at Clooney Quinn will also look at it that there's, there's no relegation problems maybe for them that they can have a right go at this they can have a go exactly yeah. so oh, interesting game coming up an interesting one yeah. group 4 then Einekil Lamona Crusheen Smith O'Brien's and Wolf Tones again uh, and a, a fairly even group in many ways uh, I suppose Einekil Lamona and Tones would be seen as the two better sides and maybe that's how it's shaping up so far yeah, um, we'll say we go on the the first round. The, the last day's results: Einik and Lamona pulled away from Crushin mm. in the second half, and and likewise, Wolf Tones always seem to have too much for Smith O'Brien's. You know, they they play well, but again, it's something like Scarf Smith O'Brien's won't be happy with themselves. They just didn't perform. Well, no, yeah, they travelling for that one. Yeah, they just things didn't didn't work out from. But you know, they they're really up against now. Einik and Lamona is a big ask. They're probably top four in, in the county at the moment. You know, beating county finalists last year. They'll be looking to, again, get this win under the belt, put themselves back in the quarterfinal and try and go one better than last year. It's, it's very hard to see Smith O'Brien's getting a result out of this one. 
But again, um, you're talking about squads, aren't you? I mean, I Kilmona have five or six decent subs to bring on. Obviously, the Ryans wouldn't probably have that number at all. Uh, in terms uh, of you know game changers, yeah, the, and like even Ina Kilnamona's intermediate team had a big win the last day, you know, right. and you know, so they're they're very strong, like you know, and they've huge panels of players and they've a Fitzgerald in his form through, I think, as yeah, well, which, yeah, the county, yeah, which is a very, very good. I presume Aidan McCarthy's getting fitter and fitter. Yeah, he scored. Anyway. He scored one seven. I know he got a few frees, yeah. but he he scored one seven in the first round. It's a fair return, you know. Um, he and, and every week will 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 be put more miles in the tank for him. Um, it's hard to it's hard to see Smith O'Brien's getting anything out of it, but you never know. You never know in the day. They, they can they'll have to throw the kitchen sink at it and just hope you know that um, Keen Nolan, not Amanda, we said I had a, I thought it had a great impact for Clare this year. Yes, and I agree with you. Uh, he'd be a fella that you'll be looking at maybe to. To bring that far him on today on to the weekend and, and maybe drive Smith O'Brien's to to something, but we'd have to give the vote to Ina Kilnamona for it. No. Then Crusheen and Wolf Tones. I suppose Crusheen had been kind of recognised by all of us as being a, a doughty type team that's never lost and they're beaten. Great championship side that'll never give up and great defence and all of that and won mm. a couple of championships there back ten or twelve years ago, whenever it was. Wolf Tones, on the other hand, uh, a team with Quite a few very, very good holders uh, at, and a, a, a club that should probably be doing a bit better. Um, are Wolf Tones a team on the up and maybe Crusheen on the slide a bit, do you think? Or maybe could that change this weekend? That could change. Like, as you said, Crusheen are a super um, championship, championship outfit, side, yeah. like, you know, and, and, you know, Wolf Tones have a lot of young fellas, but they haven't proven anything at senior yet. You know, no. they, they, they beat Bradford in 20... 13 or 2014 in the in the intermediate final but they haven't drove on from that you know I know there's a new crop Billy Connors a huge addition well, to him huge drawing you know, accounts, yeah. and and was probably one of the players at the at the round in the last in the last round um he was he's a really good forward by all of us. I want to see yeah. him once with Clatlow before a few years ago but I, yeah, I remember seeing him. Uh, he was the same vision. age as, as Darren with Claire Miners and Claire Twenty Ones yeah. coming up along, and I always thought he was a great forward. You know, he'd be huge throwing to Wolf Tones. Um, but you've Crushing, you've Keen Dillon, you've I see Cherry O'Grady who played the last day. You know, you're serious. You're serious men there, and when it comes to the championship. Often the serious men are the fellas that stand up, and well, you know, do, right? You've O'Donnell up front. He's due a big game. You know, they, they, they have Ross Hayes was injured the last day. Jamie Fitzgibbon, I should say. Jamie yeah. Fitzgibbon, yeah. yeah. You know, Ross Hayes, if he's fit, serious player as well. So he wouldn't write off Crushing. Probably give a hesitant vote to Wolf Tones, but yeah, I expect Crushing to cause and and cause a lot of problems, and wouldn't be one su- bit surprised if they did win it. Yeah, absolutely. Having before we leave that game, I suppose, and you look at Tones, would say if you think of forward like uh, Billy Connors. Aaron Shanahar, Alan Cunningham. That's a fair. I don't know Jack it Cunningham. Is, uh, uh, Jack Cunningham. Well, Aaron Shanahar was, was, was gone on holidays. Yeah, last he's back. So he'll be it's back, a fair. Yeah. And Ben O'Gorman kind of shortened things up the back and, yeah, and, and yeah. two Logan brothers as well. Ross, Rory and Hayes. Rory Hayes. Back, it's yeah. a fair old squad. And, uh, it's have, a fair yeah. old leadership there. But as I said, Rasheen won't go down without a fight. Now we'll turn back to the intermediate. So for in the next few minutes that we've left, Daddy and. A club you're familiar with, Six Mile Bridge. We we'll go at the first one, Rwanda versus Six Mile Bridge. Six Mile Bridge, second team, always impressive. And oh, was very, very impressive and, and, and this, and in the first Corfin, round. One of the favourites mm. for it. Um, you know, the bridge have two wins under the belt here now. Um, Rwanda have two losses. So this is a huge game for Rwanda to lose this one. 
they'll, they'll, I don't think they'll be even in line for a third place finish, you know. So, um, big, big game from just, I think the bridge have, they have a lot of good young fellas and, you know, the last lock in Fitzpatrick has gone to the senior. Um, oh, that's right. But yeah. he, I, I, Lynch has gone senior. He played in the, the first bit. round. Okay. He played in the right. first round and, and played the last day. So, mm. But look, at they have plenty of young fellas. They have, they have yeah. young Kennedy there that was with uh, Skull Reese. He could come in the forwards and they have they have uh, a young fella that I, I read very highly, Leon Kelly there at the back. and They have, they have plenty of firepower. Whereas Rohan are probably still depending on the... They have from Robin Mounsey. And, and, no, he was and brilliant in football last weekend by all accounts. Yeah, by all accounts, One of the best yeah. footballers in the county in yeah. terms of his display the last day. So whether that could hinder or help his hurling. And yeah. well, is Sean Lynch still throwing over the points for the bridge? He is, he is. He, is. He, he, took a, he took a break earlier in the year, but he's back and he had a, he had a big say in the, the last game. He got... He got uh, four or five points and he was, he was deadly from the freeze. He's you know, some so. servant to that team for a good few years now. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. Is, yeah. Now, another team that's on the up party in against the team that has struggled recently Clonlara is this maybe just uh, I won't say a foregone conclusion but is it clear cut enough it is probably clear cut enough even though the local derby element will probably Clonlara will lift it for this now you know their neighbours uh, they won't want to be won't want to be beaten but Partine they've had a couple of good wins so you'd, you'd imagine that they, they will be too strong for Clonlara yeah and then my own club involved in the next one the market in Clonlina now I can tell you straight away that a bit like fecal, if we have two or three injuries, we're, we're, we yeah. we struggle big time. Now, a lot of people talk about the two good under-20s we have, uh, Ian McNamara and Keith Smith. But as as you said about other, other squads there, you know, sometimes it takes season campaigners in a championship. But, uh, you know, we'll fight, but we're very, very de- deleted in numbers. as a, yes. a couple of other injuries. And, and Mark Flaherty, who was still going very well, one of our leading men, yeah. crucial ligament there for, just before yeah. the championship yeah. started. So... Uh, the market wouldn't be the strongest in this either, but uh, I think uh, it's not a foregone conclusion that Kilnil will win this one. With the, no, with the injuries it's not. And, and the people missing, Sean Glynn is in England, and you know, there's a few missing like that. Yeah, so. a few, and, and he he was good. Like They had a great win last year against Tober in the first round, but right. then I was involved at the bridge last year, as we know, and the, like, we completely overwhelmed them in the second, right. in the yeah. second game, and I kind mm-hmm. of finished that year, for, you know. After the great win the first day, but they'll need they'll need to get something out of this now because Absolutely. the market would be classed as one of the weaker teams in the group, and they, you know for themselves not to be involved in that relegation issues or anything, they'll need. But I do think I think they'll be too strong for the market second team. Just about we'll hope for Just that. About, yeah. No, the game of their own probably is the derby between newly promoted from Junior A Ogunlo last year's champions and Bodike, uh, Leo's team Bodike, and. Uh, this is always a juicy uh, number when it comes up. It would just be a lot more known. juicy when Leo was playing. <laughs> 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 and every generation, the new generation, I think, they can be juiced. But, but uh, uh, you know, uh, but I have a few long-term injuries. Keen Minogue and a few others, but yeah. have, and Ogunlo, very impressive first day out. So, uh, absolutely, this is really a, a game to look forward to. The Ogunlo result against Tolo was absolutely probably yeah. the result of the whole weekend. Probably was. You know, between senior and intermediate, it was, it was a serious win for him. Um, I wasn't at it now, even though it's on in Bradford. I was at uh, the Juno game between Bradford and Scarif, but uh, like by all accounts, they were full value for it. And well, if they repeat yeah. that performance, I know, but I came back and got the got the draw at the in in the last day, and yeah. they, have, they have a win and a draw now. I think, haven't they? But like, um, is that a five team was the first group? Game, wasn't it? Was it? I think. Wasn't the first game? Was it not the second five team group? No. Oh. 
a draw anyway. Draw right the first there. day. Yeah, yeah, draw. Yeah, okay. Draw for sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. well, if there's a draw, if they, if they only have a point, they're going to need something out of a this. Draw, right, they? yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, they will need something. So this, I think this is uh, a game to look forward to as the, between yeah. the two rivals, uh, black and amber, or both of them black and amber, uh, aren't they in the main colours? But uh, that won't stop them. I think recognising each other if they no. want to get the heats in. <laughs> no. Uh, really. Aina and Tulla. Tulla disappointed with the first round. Uh, tipped by Manny to be in the shake up. Uh, they'll need to get their act together for this one. They will. David McInerney went off injured the last day, and by all accounts, he mightn't even be fit oh. for the weekend. And you know, he's a major, major player from like David McInerney and Dara Carrier. You know, leaders you have, there, sure, the leaders yeah. there, and then you have the the Whitcombs and a few other players yeah. like that. But I'm killing them on, as I said earlier. They have a serious panel of players, like you know, and then they, they were probably they were ahead of Budike for most of the game the last day. You yeah. know, Budike right. was coming back at them. I know they got two goals, but you know, they'll they'll give Tulla plenty of it. Um, it's a hard one to call, and if David McInerney is not fit. You have to give Ina Kilimona a chance because he is a massive loss, but even mentally to the to the whole Tulla set up, you know. Yeah. So oh, yeah. If Dave McInerney is fit and yeah, playing, we we'll go for Tulla. Yeah. Finally, uh, in intermediate championship, uh, two of the really you know top teams in it. Joseph's and Tubber. Joseph's beat Kilnean the last day. We were pulling up easy enough, I thought, in bad conditions of Tulla. When I say bad conditions, bad weather. Tubber. Uh, have a few additions to the club this year and uh, look like they mean business again. Yeah, and, and they had a handy enough win against the market yes. the last day, you know. So, again, we'd probably, if they're probably both going to go through anywhere. This is probably, you know, for who's first, who's second in the group. Yeah. So, it, it's a big game. Joseph would have, you know, always have aspirations of winning <coughs> the intermediate, but. You know, they were lucky last year's final in fairness. They will feel probably do, they but perform great, but they still would, yeah, would, it was there for the taking, it was there for the taking, but yeah. they, you know, um, plus Tubber have a great addition there. He'd be a cousin, a first cousin of um, oh, the Watford, Watford guy, um, the name I'll come back to me, he'll come to me shortly, Colin Dunford, the Dunford boy. He's okay. Good. There's two brothers that were one of them is young, but the second lad is playing wing forward, he's a big, okay. tall, and well able to hurl. I think the father has got some work up around the burn or yeah, something and yeah. uh, it's a tremendous addition okay, well, very good. I've heard great and, reports of him you'll also I presume Pat O'Connor will be back in action before well, the championship so, yeah. is out he's back, yeah. Pat he's back, back, and, back already and, yeah, yeah and, and you have Donald McMahon so the two, it, it of the two early is the ageless ageless yeah Early and, and his brother. So um, it'll be a good battle there now, you know. Joseph's a big strong team, Tubber not so small either. You know, that's this going to be a good yeah. battle and you know, as I said, they'll both probably end up going through in the uh, in the in the final yeah. round up of it. But this is this is the makings of a good game. Yeah, Blaine uh, Blaine players, but been such servants. Yeah. Again yeah. this makings of probably one of the games of the round, yeah. no question about it. So uh who would you think will? I would give a slight vote for Tubber being slightly um, pacier and you know the, the weekend is promised very dry, very warm. That's right, absolutely. Um, it could be the the teams with that bit of pace could, you know, Joseph's big, strong, physical team, but a team with a bit of pace like the like the earlys have could trouble them. We are playing in a bit of a heat wave this weekend, no question yeah. about it, and yeah. that will affect that will certainly. Affect the water breaks we could do with the water breaks first of all, but also the the younger sides maybe with the flying lads on top of the ground yeah. maybe we'll have that bit of a. Yeah. Yeah, and, and hopefully, yeah. look at common sense will prevail. It, 
you know, fellas could do with a water break if it is as warm as is predicted. And I think you sensibly know, the referees should allow that Just as well. allow just water on and, you know, we needn't allow any mintos on. But exactly. Yeah, you know. Water in one way or another. Uh, yeah. Danny, as usual, uh, our time has caught up with us and uh, we will leave you, I think we won't put you in charge of the market for a while yet, we'll leave you with No, next year. Right, right, I think they'll go. be looking for you no yeah. doubt that knowing that you have such admiration for them. But yeah. listen, thanks a million for your insight, you have fabulous knowledge of the Clare club scene and, uh, very enjoyable to hear your views and a great weekend of probably coming up. So, great. Danny Chaplin, thanks once again for joining us on Sportsline. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. And once again, my thanks to Owen and Bernie Gunning and to Danny Chaplin. Uh, and that's the, end, that's the end of the show for today. My thanks to Jim for uh, sound and engineering. As I said, my thanks to Danny, Bernie and Owen for joining me uh, with their with their chat on, on, on hurling uh, and, and uh, Danny indeed had, has a massive knowledge of all the, of all that's going on and his, his, his uh, opinions are always very valuable and also great to have Owen, Owen uh, the new Munster Minor star here as well so uh, thanks to Derek Credit Union for uh, sponsoring us as usual and uh, we hope you'll join us for our live broadcast this weekend as well from the Hurling Championship so until we meet again Slán August Benacht